The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Engaging conversation with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Breaking news with Eileen Bell and sports with Morley Scott. This is the Afternoon News on 630 Chad, Edmonton's breaking news and conversation station. Uh, Jalen and I, I can see that you and I are in two entirely different headspaces here. So I know the story you've gotten told. Oh, we don't have no, to. No, no, I'm, I'm happy to do it. Happy to do it. I had a different one, but I'm happy to do yours. Oh, I just thought it was the funniest headline know, of the day. I know, because you... <laughs> and they're really cute. And what is it, the headline? Um, the headline is a punk turtle that can breathe through its genitals put on endangered species list. I'm. Did you... I, did I... Yep. And it's a, a Mary River turtle from Queensland, Australia. They, they're only found in um, Mary's Mary River in Australia. I know you can think with those. I didn't think you could breathe. <laughs> uh, it's an endangered species now. Yeah. It was a... P- popular pet at one time in Australia. Yeah, and um, they're just really cool looking because they're shaped a little different than other turtles, but it, it has algae that grows on the top of its head yeah. that makes it look like it has a green mohawk. Picture a chia pet yeah. or, or something like that. That's, That's what, what it, it looks, looks like. like. If you get a chance, Google um, a Mary, Mary River turtle. Yeah. And then it has two little, like, little Things on, the, on its chin, chinny chin chin. Yeah, that stick out. Um, and it has. It looks you know, like really a cool toy. way to breathe. I guess they it were does. very. Uh, they were a popular pet in Australia, and then Australia made it against the law to keep them as mm-hmm. pets. They were known as penny turtles. That's right. And nearly twenty years after that, a Sydney-based turtle enthusiast rediscovered the turtle in Mary River in Queensland. So back in the nineties. Um, and he thought it was a new species. That's how rare they yeah. had become. Uh, but that habitat is not fully protected. Yeah. And the introduction of new fish species to the waterway for, uh, waterways has threatened the little turtles. So, But just Google them. They're the coolest looking little are, things. They it are just, indeed. Just really, yeah. I, I thought it was actually hair, and then I went. I actually, did. I thought it was seaweed had, behind his head yeah, in the picture. But I had no, to do some hair. fancy googling to get some questions answered on this one today. Um, but well, yeah, you you, I did. You Google. I did. How punk how it, turtle breathe through genitals and see what comes up in well, the search. Well, no, it it didn't. It, it comes up to the the, the story, oh. but then to try to figure out how. It was just a little bit more of... Um, oh, well, I didn't know you went to that kind of trouble. So I how? I t- well, I'm not... You just Google it. Why? Is it, it's not dirty. It's nature. No, it's not. It has um, it has special gills. Like vents. Hmm. Thing. And it's... There. Private parts. Yeah. Huh. And it's used... Um, for like mating and breathing. Oh, mating and breathing. <laughs> so it can never wear pants. <laughs> and it's got the best hair. Yeah, it's it's got really the best does. hair in Australia. It really I, does. I hate to say it, and I'll be that small, but I'm envious of the punk turtle's hair. It is punk turtle free and, and isn't flowing. nature just absolutely amazing though? When you it look is. at some of the, the critters that are out there, and you're just like. How did that happen? <laughs> Trevor, that's funny. <laughs> Pretty sure I can't read that, but yeah. Hmm. You okay. guys are funny, okay. Yeah, you all right. can't read any of them, but no. there you go. But just Google it. Yeah. Mary River Turtle. Uh, 
mentioned uh, just before the uh, break. Mm-hmm. at 3 o'clock about uh, how buskers don't need a license anymore. They don't need the license that they never needed in the first place. Uh, but there's another story about uh, Edmonton City Council and what they mm. uh, plan to do with uh, with regard to licensing. The home-based businesses. Yeah, so here's another one yeah. I want to just throw out. And, and listen, it's probably bad optics in a week in which we discovered that there's like 30 million bucks which was mismanaged by the city. So right now, it's sort of like airline stories, like when you get one doctor dragged down an aisle, and suddenly every other story is about airlines. So you you lose or misplace or mismanage $30 million, and suddenly people start looking at the city. So <laughs> I guess one of the campaign promises our uh, Mayor Don Iveson made was that he wanted to get rid of licensing for home-based businesses. And apparently, and I didn't know this, license fees and other permits add up to about $413 in Edmonton, which is makes it the most expensive business license of any municipality in Canada. So we lead in what is not a great category, this license, yeah. right? And St. Albert, by the way, which oftentimes is considered to be very expensive when it comes to uh, civic uh, things. It's actually only 372 but other cities like Toronto doesn't even have a fee. You can operate a home business. You have to register it, but you don't pay a fee. So here's my problem with this, is that the mayor kind of promised that he wanted to look at at least getting rid of it, and now they're doing a report, and they're going to probably get rid of it by 2020. So this is 2018. It's going to take two years to get rid of it. So my question is, why does it take two years to get rid of something you don't want anymore? Why don't you just say, well, I th- we're I th- done? Yeah, I think he's probably looking at the potential financial impact to the city. Well, if it's significant, then don't get rid of the license. Like, if that's something that you count on for whatever mm-hmm. reason, then don't get rid of it. Or don't change it or hide it or move it or put a fee down for crossing the street to compensate for losing this one. But if if the... They're trying to enhance the business climate in the Right. In the they city, want to make right? it easier so, for small business, and that's one of the ways. So, but my... You know, then I they don't, turn around and punt out a really lovely little restaurant and, yeah. and a golf course and put in a big... Uh, we never even talked. No, about we that, didn't. But. but you know, I know Jesperson did. So, but yeah. But um, um. So, what do you get for your? That's my question. What do you get? What for? do you get for four hundred and thirteen dollars to get? You get something to frame and hang on the wall in your basement, I suppose. But what? What? Because my question would be: Does it cost approximately four hundred and thirteen dollars to administer small business licenses, and that's why it's not going to have a financial impact because you, there'll be no need to administer? Or does it take two thousand and twenty because we have to phase out the staff that are involved with this, or or whatever? And I don't know if either of those things are true. I honestly don't. But but I wouldn't. Uh, they would. But my question is: Well, you know, there's people who are involved in this license, right? And they will no longer be needed in 2020. And if that becomes the reason, well, it's going to take time to phase out the department, the staff, or the uh, but procedure. But there'll be other things for them to do overall, I'm sure, in, in the city's you know, licensing and, maybe, and maybe that bylaw. takes time, right? Maybe that takes time. But it's sort of, again, to my way of thinking, is another way where the city looks after its own before it looks after its own. Um, because... But do you think... Do you, do you actually think that it should be phased out? Yeah. Hmm. What does it accomplish? I can understand licensing home businesses so you know what businesses are operating, what they do, if there's a safety concern. But what does 400, where does the 413 go? Like they're not phasing out licensing of businesses. No, They're no, phasing no, no. out the cost, the cost of licensing of, of businesses. It seems to me 
that even if it's even if it's a hundred bucks. If it were a hundred bucks, it'd be like, okay, well, I can see that. Like they have to issue the license, somebody has to administrate it, maybe somebody has to inspect it. There's probably costs associated with operating a small business. Four hundred times how many ever people actually got their small business license seems like a lot of money. So I just again would like to know, as an Edmontonian, what am I getting for my four hundred and thirteen dollars? Where where does that money go, and why was it necessary to be the most expensive municipality in Canada? And and if and if it was if it was absolutely necessary, then the mayor wouldn't be phasing it out. So the the, the the information doesn't make sense put side by side. We needed to charge more than every other municipality, but we're going to get rid of it. Well, I guess we should have called the city and asked, huh? Yeah, I suppose that's what we should have done. I know the city listens to us too, but it just I wasn't even going to talk about that had it not been for the busker story that came up, and it just happened to be two city of Edmonton things, right? But any time your yeah, city I, is the most expensive, you need to take a look, and no matter what the topic, because yeah. other cities are so, obviously yeah, doing it more I efficiently. Mean, to, to, to print off the license and to pay for that staff person to do that, I'm not sure if that's 450 bucks, right? So. Mm-hmm. So, city lost $33 million. Who's care, who cares about a busker's license? Well, we did do the $33 million and the city didn't lose it. They just feel that that's the amount that's been mismanaged or pushed into other departments where it shouldn't have been. And we had Mike Nickel on yesterday, Ward uh, 11 counselor, explaining his concerns about that. So if that text was about why are you talking about buskers and not talking about $33 million, we talked about it at length yesterday. That's why. It's supposed to be a happy Friday, but it's also Friday. So your level of patience has gone by Friday. At, I find at 3.15. I think my level of patience was gone by Tuesday. <laughs> yeah. All right, your turn. Oh, my turn? Mm-hmm. Uh, study. So when you think about uh, maybe going out tonight, maybe you're going to pop by your favorite little pub. Mm-hmm. Here's a question for you. Nice. How much do you drink? On a regular basis, how much are you drinking a week? Maybe you come home and you have a glass of wine while you're making dinner. Next thing you know, you have two. And next thing you know, the bottle's gone. Um, <laughs> there's a new study because for a long time, what have they said? They, they have said for um, the recommendations, the U.S. government anyway, recommends no more than seven drinks a week for women. And the recommendation for men has always been no more than 14 drinks now, a week. Can those be in the same day if you only do it once a week? Yeah, I mean, but yeah, they would say that, though, but, but that's binge drinking and mm, then there's other right, concerns yeah, with binge okay. drinking as well. So they're now saying that um, this that people who actually drink just overall, men and women, that people who drink more than seven drinks a week can expect to die sooner than those who drink less. Mm. And again, it's one of these things I'm not sure that they needed to do a study on this. Well, you had probably, in your case, wished they hadn't, hey? Uh, the new study estimates that 40-year-old men who drink as much as the current U.S. guidelines can expect to live one to two years less than men who have no more than seven drinks a week. Well, I probably have seven or less drinks a week because I only drink once a week. It's Friday, and it's today, <laughs> and it's just hours away. But I doubt very much I'd have seven drinks tonight. And we don't you drink You wouldn't have home. seven beers over the course of a year? Uh, I don't think so. That's a lot no. of beers. You know, you have a couple of cold ones real quick, and yeah. then it slows down and so, after well, You get the yeah. beer bloat, right? Exactly. Um, yeah, they found a higher risk of stroke, heart failure, and other problems in the group of uh, heavier drinkers. Again, I'm not sure that this is too much of a surprise, but again, they're just looking at the possibility of having to modify those 
those recommendations mm. that have been around for years and years and years. You know, those kind of recommendations, as important as they are, do, do they change anything? I mean, if they change the recommendation um, to it should only be six, are you going to change anything in your life? I, I'm not sure how many would. It's like um, for those of us who know that we should probably eat more leafy greens, mm. um, that we should Perhaps split our shouldn't smoke or, plates up yeah. to this. Mm. Um <laughs> all of that we should do 30 minutes of exercise every day. Mm. I think until, for a lot of folks, until there's a scare of some sort That's right. that you don't pay attention to this stuff. Yeah. No, and I've said, I've long said that. I've said this yeah. uh, on this show before yeah. you and I were partners on this show. Yeah. And men, generally speaking, I think, and perhaps women as well, but I think men, generally speaking, make great health choices after uh, they almost die. You know, you know, you have, you have a, a heart attack, you start you thinking about... gallbladder out, yeah, you have something exactly. like that, or the results of your latest physical yep. come back. I'll be honest, I, had, uh, I was at a an appointment yesterday and we had to go through, I had a, a massive amount of blood work done recently and it was very, very specific. Mm. And some of it was, whoa, okay. So yeah, I need to start doing some things. I let, let's be honest. I've let myself completely go probably over the past five to ten years. Don't make eye contact. Don't make eye contact. Don't make eye contact. I've you know I you know, my back injuries. I have I don't work out. Mm. You know, that sort of stuff. I know I should be doing it all. Mm -hmm. I know I should be doing it all. I think we all know that we should be doing it. But until you see something like that placed in front of you, because it's a slow and gradual progression. You you know yeah and and your your clothes don't help because they stretch so you're like well I still fit my jeans but you get that by that same size and try putting them on yeah 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 and, and that's it I know and then you start waking up and your knees are really sore they're more sore than they were year or you're back or you there's always those or you tried to slide into a room and it didn't go as well <laughs> as you thought it would so it's weird that you did that <laughs> um, or for me um, my checkup is that picture that somebody takes that I don't approve and gets tweeted or, or you know, and or on Facebook and you look and, and just, it's not, because you lie to yourself and you guard your own feelings, right? You know what angle looks good. Absolutely. Right? And it's when somebody else takes the picture because it's an actual mm -hmm. picture. So you just look at it and go, oh my God, that's what I look like. Well, Kirby took a picture of me and Brie today. Brie, who was opera, yes. op, doing opping here for quite some time, and she's she left us. She's well, going on to, oh no. She's I going on to a... I would never agree. If I were a woman, I would never agree to a picture with Brie. Well, and that was the other thing. That's, too, you're that never going <laughs> to... You're I'm not talking, winning that one. And here's the thing: like Bree's about you know four foot nine and yeah, a she size fits zero. In my pocket. She's That's very right. tiny. Yeah, and, <laughs> and works out. So and as I was standing beside her, someone's taking a picture, and I went, I brought it back up. So I was like, "Whoa, that's not going anywhere." <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> just dealing, not dealing, doing dealing. that. I couldn't even zoom in to make it better. It's like that's <laughs> not happening. But yeah, when you see the when you see the picture, it's it's like, oh my goodness, when did that happen? <laughs> Uh, it's 320. We'll take a quick break. Roger, hold the line because uh, you want to talk about sitting too long and how that may increase the risk of dementia. That's another story that's sitting right in front of us. Roger, stick around. We'll talk to you right after this. Roger's on the phone here at 324, and I think he wants to talk about a story that we have sitting here right in front of us. Hey, Roger. Roger, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Oh, hey, buddy. How you doing? Not bad. 
I, uh, I, I assume you got that off Google News. We got um, it off something. We got it yeah. off something. I think it was Global Site, honestly. Yeah. yeah. Well, they had the one that you were talking about. The uh, uh, I read the one about the sitting too long, and it's... Uh, yeah, so what they're saying is that um, they say that we, we all know that having a sedentary lifestyle is bad for your physical health. They're now saying that people who um, sit at a desk all day um, or spend hours watching television may damage the brain in a way which is known to increase the risk of dementia. Huh. Yeah, and I read that, and i sorry to say I burst out laughing. Oh, <laughs> did you? Okay. Then I read the one about the alcohol, and I immediately started crying. Yeah. It's <laughs> yeah. enough to make you want to drink, isn't it, Roger? Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm so looking forward to my glass of wine. <laughs> well, you know, a number of people, you know, texting in, and you start, you know, talking about the drinking thing and the sitting too long thing, and is a lot of folks just saying, you know what, moderation, and sometimes we're not, do, we don't do anything in moderation, sometimes some people do, but just isn't it kind of about enjoying life while you're living it? Yeah, but you got to be careful about advocating a, a bad lifestyle, though, when you've got a radio show, right? Because I know from sitting here um, that the two things I've seen the most effect on after years of really not having a great, healthy uh-huh. lifestyle, uh, but sitting at this table in this studio for almost seven years now, the two things it's affected are my weight and my eyesight. And so you, over time, it's yeah. definitely hurt well, me. You know, or maybe I just got older. Like maybe I was, that was going to happen anyway. Don't worry. Next week it'll be something else. Yeah, that's right. <sighs> this week eggs are healthy. Next week eggs are bad for you. I know. That's just it. But I, I think we could all probably agree that doing some exercise is probably better than doing no exercise, mm-hmm. though. We could probably all agree on that. Oh, you're absolutely right. Yeah. And then have a drink afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> Roger, enjoy your wine tonight. I'm going to. I'm just trying to remember who I am. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to put a name tag on you there. Take it easy. Have a great weekend. Roger out there in Spruce Grove. Yeah, and you know what? Um, you know, Grant Fedork mm. will tell us when he's in. Get up and walk, you know, on those breaks. And yeah. I've tried to do it in the past. When Eileen's talking... I'm going to go walking and do laps around yep. the office. And that well, what happened to that? You used to do that all the time. I used to do and then I just kind of you know, fell off of it again. I, mm. I have found it very, very difficult to stick to <laughs> anything recently. Do you want to tell us real quick why you did a Gretzky slide last night, speaking of taking care of your body? Um. So it's um, the Air Force's 94th, uh, 94th uh, anniversary, and every year at the squadron, at 408 Tactical Helicopter Squadron, we have um, uh, a mess dinner. It's called our flight suit formal. Okay. We can wear our flight suits or our CAD pat with a tuxedo shirt and a funky bow tie. And last night there was, um, we because General Vance allowed us to wear jerseys as well yesterday, there was a, a, quite a hockey theme mm. to the event last night. Makes sense. And so the head table was all introduced, and they're like, Okay, pretend like you know you're like a hockey star coming sure. out onto the ice. Yeah, and uh, I went there and said, "Play it up, play it up." And so I came flying out there, you know, from Smith Falls, Ontario. Three years on the team. It's your honorary colonel, Jalen I. And I thought I'm going to do the Gretzky thing. You know, when he would get down on one yes. knee and slide and do the arm thing. Brilliant idea. 
on ice, maybe. Yeah, and when you're at peak fitness. <laughs> not on a And in your 20s. Not, I mean, those are some other factors to not, consider. Not but, on the floor of an air hanger. At least you didn't face plant, right? I did not face plant, but I do have um, some wicked floor burn on, uh, on my on left one knee. knee. Yeah, on well, the, the other knee, knee yeah. um, is just really right. swollen yeah. today. Uh-huh. I'm a little sore from that move. Sore knees, man. And the weekend coming up, it'll be hard for you to... Uh, Garden and stuff. Gosh, oh, I hope none of, your, none of your liquor's in the lower cabinet, is it? <laughs> the 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad.